TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Number two kicks off. J.P. Finley going to give us a call in a little bit when he gets out of here. And until then, we'll take your phone calls. Do you want Chip Kelly here? Again, I'm not dead opposed to it, but I'm not hugely in favor of it by any stretch. I'm not a Chip Kelly guy. Uh, That probably shouldn't surprise you. He's arrogant. He's cocky. He's overly offensive. And sometimes his overly offensive philosophy is offensive. It's offensive to defenses. I mean, and and again, make no mistake about it. You're not going to come in and score 35 points on average in the NFL. You know, I think at UCLA, he averaged like 39 points a game last year. That's not happening. That's UCLA where they don't play any defense. Right? Not happening. So, to me, I think the commanders would be much, 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 much better off picking somebody currently right now in the NFL that understands how to coach in the NFL. Not to say that Chip didn't coach in the NFL. Again, he did. It's been a while. Three years with the Eagles. What did that uh, end after the 2014 season, I guess it was? Uh, I mean, And then one year, a disastrous year with the 49ers before Kyle was hired. I mean, it was like 2-14. and No thanks. I value time of possession. I value... Not hanging your defense out to dry. Chip Kelly generally has not valued that. Yet, of course he's creative. Of course he can move the football. Of course there's some smoke and mirrors to his offense. Of course it's fun. The question is, is is it sustainable? Sustainable. And is it just exciting and... What? 301-230-0980. Let's get to Pauly. First up in this hour. What up, Pauly? How are you? Hell to the W, man. What's going on, Rufio? What's shaking, Pauly Pauls? You getting ready for the night, man. You get you get, get your gloves on, man. You getting your you getting all your punch lines, yeah. and your jabs I, ready, man. I put my bulletproof <laughs> vest on um because uh I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm going to catch a lot of shrapnel. Hey, listen, man. I, I, hey, I'm, I got your back, man. I'm supporting you, man. I, I need you to go right after Grant and Danny, man. 
And then the junk's next, man. You you got to throw all your personal feelings aside, man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to train you into this, man. You you, you want me to just you you just want me man. to attack them. Okay. Listen, man, no, hey man, nobody's on Hey, listen. That's why I go at you the way I do. Pause. You know what I mean? Cuz I, I I you you're stiff competition. Pause, you know what I mean? So I know you got it in you, man. Hey, nobody crows like the rooster, man. Go out there and crow, man. <laughs> My guy, Paulie! Hello, boy! Take no ish, man. Don't take no ish, man. The Italian stallion. Let's go. Hey, listen. If you, if you don't think I got hey, it, I, again, if you don't think I got some armory uh, or some armor, whatever the hell I'm, I'm trying to. If you don't think I've got some uh, ammunition, that's what I was trying to say in English. Uh, hey. I got plenty of it because I, you know, I know I'm gonna catch it, but I got plenty of it in return. Hey, hey especially on a hot, uncensored microphone too. Like my man Apollo Creed said, man, they hey, they just men. Be more man. <laughs> Bring it. Hey, man. But look, man, hey, y'all done lost y'all damn mind, man. I'm talking to the Commanders fans, man. Yeah, honestly, man, I, I've been listening to some of this for the past day and a half. Y'all done lost y'all damn minds. Let the man be a head coach. It doesn't matter who didn't want How you know he didn't, we, he didn't want them? You know, I, mean, I just sent you a video, and I said this last week. In my mind, I always felt like Dan Quinn wanted our job. You know what I mean? Ben Johnson didn't want the job, obviously. You know what I mean? But Dan Quinn wanted our job. Mm -hmm. Why would he want to go back to Seattle? Yeah. He's been in Seattle already. You know what I mean? You know, in life, people don't usually you move backwards. And not even that, Seattle got rid of Pete Carroll. So, obviously, they wanted to get out of the whole Pete Carroll business. And going back to Dan Quinn would be, would be like Pete Carroll light because he helped them in that success. They wanted to move on. So, stop trying to read all the tea leaves, man. Sometimes them tea leaves are, 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 are S-bags. You know what I mean? Not tea leaves. So, stop with this, man. The, uh, listen, the man had success as the head coach. I could see if he was hiring a guy who had a previous job and had no success at all. And the team was just in a, in a dumpster fire the whole time. But he had some success. You know what I mean? So let's let's see what he could do from what he learned from his success and learn from his failures. This is this is a solid hire. You know what I mean? And look, all y'all that wanted wanted something better, just see what it is. Y'all condition. It's like somebody being in prison for twenty years. You're institutionalized to what Dan Snyder did to us. You wanted the shiny new coin. You wanted to win the press. The press day. You want everybody to, to to praise you and pat you on the back. Oh, you got Ben Johnson. You know what I mean? But come on, man. This is a good football hire. And let's go with it, man. I don't see where the problem is at other than y'all done lost y'all damn mind. Same thing with Chip Kelly, man. Regardless, Chip Kelly's not coming in if he does come in here. And it's just, a, it's just he's just a candidate. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure it's three or four other candidates. Yes. But if he, yes. even if it is Chip Kelly, even if it is Chip Kelly, man, he ain't coming here to be the head coach. I'm pretty sure Dan, Dan um, Quinn is not going to give him total autonomy of the offense. He's going to have to work together with the philosophy of what Dan Quinn wants. I would hope number so. two, you're right. He, number two, he has failed as a head coach, right? So in saying that, you got to think he's not going to come in here and try to do the same things he did on offense that didn't work with Philadelphia and the 49ers. He's going to adjust some things. Now, his aggressive mentality and philosophy might not change, but I'm pretty sure his playbook is going to change. 
And if it's not going to change, I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn is going to have a hand in that. Like, you know, this is what we want to do, and this is how we want to be. You know, not running and gunning and, and all, throwing the ball all over the place, a la Eric the enemy, and not giving our defense no, no rest. Uh, look, calm down. Everybody just need to calm down, man. Let this dude do his job. Let him hire his staff. You know what I mean? Let's get through the draft. You know, come September, no, no, come October, four games in. If you ain't seen what you like, then by all means, you know what I mean, express your opinions. Say, I told you so. But right now, for all y'all to be having conniptions and babies and miscarriages <laughs> is crazy, man. It really is. I hear you, Paulie. I hear you. Is, man. I appreciate hey, man, you. Have a good weekend. Man. Hey, hey, Rufio, man. Thanks for the Rufio, support, man. Paulie. Go get him tonight, man. Go get him tonight. Thanks for Rufio. the support, brother. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate it. I, I do appreciate it. That means a lot from you know from you, Paulie, because you know the compliments are not something you hand hey, out in abundance. Hey, hey, listen, this, this is this is right up your alley, man. This is your stage right here, man, to be an a hole. You, you got free man. They paying you to be an a hole tonight, bro. They paying you to do it, man. With Thanks. No I'm trying to tell him. Oh, uh, thank you, Paulie. I appreciate you. I need to do things like this on Saturday. I hear you. I hear you. I'll, I'll pass that along to the boss. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, good to hear from you. Let's go to uh, Emilio in Rockville on the Team Dot Eighty. Emilio, how are you? Emilio, I'm good. Oh. How are you? I'm sorry. Oh. I'm on. That's okay. Me. That's okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. Excellent. Uh, I was calling to, to, to ask from what uh, Paulie was saying earlier. Um, I, I, I think Dan Quinn is a, a, a 50-50 solid hire, but the only time we've seen success from Dan Quinn is with a actual good offensive coordinator. And I've heard you guys talking about Chip Kelly and mm-hmm. Jay Gruden, and I don't honestly think, like what you said, that's going to work. Chip is not doesn't even do good at UCLA yeah. and playing college football. I don't think he'll come into the NFL. Well, so, can, can I just I mean, can I just stop you for one second, be, and then I'll let you yeah, finish yeah, up? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I do take a little bit of umbrage about the only time he had success was with Kyle because he did have the most success with Kyle, but the, the year after Kyle left, they were 10-6, and six, and they won a road playoff game and should have won two road playoff games. Okay. Uh, and then Julio Jones started getting hurt every other week, and that took away their number one oh. weapon, and they're off and they hired Sarkeesian, and then Sarkeesian, uh, you know, went uh, back to college football or whatever happened there, and and then Dirk Cutter came in, and uh, and it was mm-hmm. no doubt they, there were some struggles after Kyle left, but the one year after Kyle left, they were ten and six with a high powered offense, and they won a road playoff game. So I just want to make sure that everybody understands that it wasn't just about Kyle as it's been portrayed and painted by some. I, I just want to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. It, that that playoff game where they won that real playoff game, that's when they went into Philadelphia and lost that next playoff game. Correct, right? correct. And that was a low-scoring game, but they should have won that game. That was after beating the Rams on the road the week before. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, so I, who I do totally you want? get that. Is just, I, I, I'm. That's what I'm calling the ass. I don't, I don't really know, but I can't really trust a a defensive mind with. Well, what Polly was saying, he's not going to give Chip all the keys. But with that being said, he that that last year that he was ten and six, I'm wondering now, did he give the offensive coordinator at that point all the keys? Because I'm not really sure on he's a defensive guy. I'm not really sure if he knows what he's doing on on the other side of the football, or if he's taking things from Kyle, or if he's taking things from other offensive coordinators. 
I, I really want to do but we already know that's not going to happen. So. Wait, wait, your phone uh, uh, drum dropped for a second. Who, who did you say you really wanted what? I really wanted Ben Johnson, but we all oh, ben know Johnson. that's not okay. going to happen. So, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's not happening. So, so here's here's yeah. my thing. Like, I think the best thing for them to do is take a pro-style coach. And, and again, pro-style doesn't mean pro-style offense. It just means a current pro coach who understands the NFL game, who's been studying NFL defenses and how NFL athletes work. And maybe I lean a little bit towards that, you know, too much towards that. And maybe, yeah, Chip Kelly Mm -hmm. would sell more tickets and be more excited. Hey, like Green Bay just hired Boston College's head coach to be their defensive coordinator. You're going to see a lot more of this because college head coaches – now hate college football, so they all want to get back into the NFL. And maybe eventually I'll feel different. But for right now, I'd prefer an NFL coach. And then I look and I say, well, is there an offensive mind on the Dallas Cowboys staff that right now I feel is like ready to be an offensive coordinator? And the answer is, I'm not sure. I don't think no. so. But there are mm-hmm. a, there are a couple with the San Francisco 49ers that Adam Peters knows well, that Kyle Shanahan knows well, and Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn are still tight. And that's yeah, why yeah. I go back to Clint Kubiak, maybe a Brian Greasy, somebody like that. Yeah, I'd really appreciate Clint Kubiak. The other the other guy I haven't heard too much about, but Clint Kubiak would be amazing yeah. for, in my eyes. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. Amelia, I appreciate the phone call. Good to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for the buzz. 301 We'll get to um, double marks out of the barrel. Mark in Springfield. Mark in Laurel. Always good to us. Sanchez is on hold. J.P. Finley is going to give us a call. You can give us a call on this Football Friday on the Team 980, driven by a local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealers. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines and a rec Ace Law. Help you get a check. Call them 8888-ACE-LAW. We are with you on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All 
Good to have you with us right here on a football Friday on the Team 980. Again, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We'll get back to the calls in just a second. I see you guys up there. The Double Marks, Sanchez, Solomon. We'll get to all of you. Thomas Dimitrov, the Atlanta Falcons GM that hired uh, Dan Quinn will join us on Monday from the Super Bowl uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll have a ton of guests. Solomon Wilcott will come back on with us. Uh, Jay Gruden will be with us. Craig Carton will be with us. Uh, some gambling guys. I'm sure we'll find a way to get J.P. Finley, who is on the BetQL guest hotline right now. You can hear him Monday through Friday with Brian Mitchell, 10-2 to 2 on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. And, of course, watch him on NBC4 and the Beltway Football Podcast with Mitch Tischler on Monumental Sports Network. Jeez, man, you got a lot of jobs. What's going on? I thought for sure you would say B. Mitchell Finley from 10 to 1. (laughs) See, I'm a nice guy, JP. I want people to listen to us both. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. They got... They got two ears, but one, you know, AirPod from each show in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We both work hard, so uh, that that's the most important thing. No, but seriously, I appreciate uh, your time. I know you're heading back. Looking forward to seeing you. I get to see J.P. Finley twice on one day. How about that? Uh, by, the, by the way, Essig is taking major umbrage with you basically setting the odds that he's the uh, odds-on favorite to be the most drunk at the event, uh, 106.7 versus Team 980 live tonight at Bethesda Theater. Uh, he is taking umbrage with that. He says categorically that is false, untrue, uh, and uh, not even close to reality. What say you, Mr. Finley? Dude, I did not think it would be Essex. I thought it would be Jeff or Stallion, and Landfill told me it'll be Essex. Oh, I thought that was you, too. Okay, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I know, but apparently Essex was very and was dancing, and that's that's where the theory comes from. Well, you know, listen, I mean, we are a bunch of weirdos at these two radio stations. There is no doubt about it, and there's going to be a lot of shenanigans, um, you know, going on. How are you playing, just, just so I can get a lay of the land, are you driving to the event? Are you taking an Uber? Like, what you know, are you planning on drinking a lot? Like, what are you doing? So this is the easy one for me. I feel, like, I feel like I am always driving to Virginia mm-hmm. for these events. Right, this is a, on your home turf, right? Yeah, and this is close. Like this is about like a ten minute Uber ride. Mm-hmm. So I am going to Uber. Uh, enjoy myself. A couple of my high school buddies are coming. My boy Bobby Aji's coming. Tischler's coming. So I, I I plan on enjoying myself. Nothing crazy. I got to take I got to take my nine a.m. and my older one to basketball at eleven a.m. So nothing too crazy, but. I'm going to enjoy myself. That a boy. That a boy. You deserve it. Well done. Uh, looking forward to that. I know there might be some other special guests and all that stuff. So we'll uh, hopefully let that uh, and see how that plays out. Um, so I-, I wanted to ask you this because, I mean, obviously you got to talk on your show the last couple of days, and I always appreciate you guys having me on. Um, you know, you know, obviously I-, I champion Dan Quinn here. I can't say that Dan Quinn was my number one choice ahead of Raheem Morris. I can't say that. But obviously, I feel very happy, very comfortable with this. Do you? I know you're not an offense or a defensive guy. Do you understand the whole, uh, I guess, hankering for an offensive only mind and a first time head coach, meaning a quote unquote non retread? Or are you like me and you're like, ah, 
sorry, I, I know that's some trends and there's some data that suggests that is a trend, but there's just not one way to do things. Um, I, I, I mean, not to cop out, I can see both. I, I definitely think there's a lot of different ways to arrive at the finish line um, of building a consistent winning organization, right? Um, and I am not of the mind that it has to be offense or defense. I would have, however, leaned offense in this hire because you're about to draft a quarterback. I, I definitely would have in this hire. Um, but I, I can see why people want that. I think it's a, it's a reactionary, but I can see why people want it. And it's because I mean, that annoying graphic that they show every time the, the commanders are on national television of all the great, you know, skins, young assistant coaches that were here and have gone on to succeed as head coaches. The problem is, like, people love showing that graphic because of kind of just the it's, – it's an outlier to suggest that all that talent was on one staff. Like, nobody points out all of the offensive coaches that get hired and just flame out. Like, where, where's uh, – where's, what was the dude – where's Dirk Cutter? Right, like, yeah, like, like Adam Gase is awful. Yeah, like Frank Reich has been proven to be bad. Like, there's plenty of these dudes that aren't good, and and everybody just discounts that and just talks about the ones that succeed. There's also, and like, if you want to use actual empirical data, like the the thing that everybody ignores is, like, yes, the majority of the head coaches that get into the playoffs are offensive coaches, right? But there's also just more offensive coaches in the league, so they have a higher percentage of getting to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you can cherry-pick data any way you want. Ultimately, you just want the best coach. Would I lean offense? Yes. But the fact that Dan Quinn's a defensive guy isn't enough to throw him out for me. Um, he, he wouldn't have been my hire. It wouldn't have been my first hire. And, frankly, I think I would have I think I would have rolled the dice with Aaron Glenn and, and just see what you got. Um, well, you liked Anthony I, I, Weaver too, right? Yeah, I, I probably would have hired either of those dudes. Do you think but Anthony I, I Weaver was was number? I mean, after uh, uh, Peters pulled, uh, not Peters. I'm sorry. Uh, after um, Ben Johnson pulled out, after Mike McDonald chose Seattle over waiting for the Commanders to finish the process, do you think that Weaver was one A? Do you think he was a distant two, or do you think he was three behind Aaron Glenn? Don't know. And I kind of don't care anymore. I, maybe that's the difference for me. Like, I, um, you were mentioning the Belichick stuff. Like, all right, Dan Quinn's the guy. I kind of don't care about the the process which landed mm-hmm. them here. I, mm-hmm. I, I, The more I hear and talk to people, I tend to believe that Johnson kind of – they're trying to say that Ben Johnson was never a lock. And I don't really agree. I think I think it didn't go very well with Ben Johnson, and that's when he that's when the door got unlocked, and then it went poorly. And then he texted them while they're on the plane, and it went very bad. Yeah. And I think there's probably some legitimate, I don't want to say hurt feelings, but like yo, this is a clown show feelings. So um, so do you think what like with the Ben Johnson thing, which is what Garofolo uh, mentioned. Um, from NFL Network, and, and and I know he's taken some heat for that. Whatever. Um, do you, do you, you think the the Zoom interview or the virtual interview that they did with Ben Johnson right after the regular season ended during that window didn't 
didn't go well for them or or that he didn't feel comfortable in them like how do you, you interpret that as it did not go well in their eyes meaning the commander's eyes yeah, uh, you can buy me some booze tonight and I'll answer that question honestly <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got a, I got a credit card, JP. I, I, I got a, and I owe you. I owe you and B, bitch. You don't owe me nothing, Chris. I don't think it went well. In whose eyes and what direction? We can discuss that. You know. Gotcha. You don't want to like, but clearly it didn't go well, dude. Clearly. Um, I'll tell you it didn't go well. Yeah, no, 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 I I, I hear you. Interesting. Um, And and that didn't really change the narrative, you know, from the time he had that interview until Tuesday. It didn't really change the public narrative anyway, you know? Uh, So that's kind of weird and and interesting uh, how that catches up. Um, Because, Chris, if I had to guess, and this is my, my pure speculation on my part. Yeah. Because maybe it's like, all right, I mean, how many walked, dude? Remember the COVID year? We're all trying to cover the team, yeah, and how terrible Zoom interviews oh, yeah. were. Yeah, and a lot of times you, you would leave your mic open. You didn't mean to. <laughs> and stuff. Like, like sometimes Zoom interviews just suck. Yeah, and so no, I hear you. It's like maybe it's like all right, that didn't go great, but when we meet him in person, it's going to be different. And then you get a text message: we're not meeting anymore. That's that. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, interesting perspective, no doubt. All right, before I let you out of here, if JP Finley was making the choice for offensive coordinator, would Chip Kelly be your guy? No. How come? Um, I, I, I do like, and I think you must like, if you watch UCLA these days, yep. they're kind of like a power running outfit, yep. which I do like. Yep. Um, and I think Chip could maybe help Jaden Daniels, which is the direction I lean at number two. Um, and I'm allowed to change my opinion on that, considering it's February 2nd. But, um, dude, Dan Quinn is all about positivity and leadership and uh, motivation. And from what I understand from people in Philly, Chip Kelly's kind of toxic, kind of a jerk. And, and maybe he has evolved. I, I don't know enough. I've never I, – I don't believe I've ever spoken to him. Maybe at like a combine when he was coaching the Eagles. Mm. But I, 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 don't, I don't know. But I know from people I trust during the Philly days, and that was a long time ago now. But, like, that just – that vibe doesn't seem to coexist with Dan Quinn's vibe to me. Uh, there, is, there is a selling point, though. A lot of people have a ton of concern – which I think is premature, but there's this concern about, oh, well, what about when you lose your star OC? I, I'd like to just see a star OC first before <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about losing Yeah, it. But exactly. Anyway. Um, but, you know, with Chip, you might not – I think Chip's barrier to getting another job, a head coaching job that he would leave for, is much higher than a, a, a Clint Kubiak or something. Like a young OC play caller mm-hmm. that impresses people can't wait to hire those guys. I think Chip Kelly, considering he's been in two stops already and bombed out and everybody hates retreads and all that, like I don't think you're going to lose him if it goes well, at least for a couple of years. But that, that wouldn't be enough. It's not the hire for me. I go to San Fran. I, I go Kubiak. I go Greasy. I maybe call Mike LaFleur. I maybe call Frank Smith. I just think there's a number of ways you can go yeah. that, that is not Chip Kelly. I wonder if you could get, like, if it's Kubiak, who is the guy that I've heard all along, 
you know, I wonder if you could get Kubiak and Greasy away from Kyle. Like, I, you know, Kyle's facilitating some of this, you know? Like, I, I mean, yeah, you, you, you know, like, it's not like Kyle's going to let Dan Quinn, even though they're really good friends, uh, and, and, and I'm sure that was a part of hiring Dan Quinn for Adam Peters. I, like, I don't think Kyle's going to let you just completely ransack his staff. Kyle is the conduit between Peters and Quinn. Yes. Right? Like, I think so, yeah. Undeniably. I, I mean, Quinn and Peters have never worked together, but they have both worked with Kyle. Correct. That, that much is a no. Correct. Well, beyond that, we're, we're guessing. But, you know, Kyle might not want him to ransack his staff, but at the same time, if, if he's offering promotions and stuff, and Peters knows all these guys too, and you can go from QB coach to pass game coordinator, like, I mean, the one thing that I think is so silly is Kyle has already lost a ton of assistance and will continue to lose assistance. And yet, somehow, the 49ers persevere. When you have the right organization and the right head coach, you're going to lose coaches. That's just part of the world, man. And if you're good, you you largely remain good. Um, So that's what that's. That's why the offense-defense thing, to me, isn't nearly as concerning as it is to others. For this hire, I absolutely would have leaned offense because you're drafting a kid. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can't get the right OC and QB coach to, to work with them. Right. We'll see. I, I, I hear you. JP, look forward to seeing you tonight. I definitely owe you at least a beer, if not more. No. Uh, and uh, look forward to, uh, again, getting a chit-chat on stage. Uh, completely uncensored. Just don't curse at me, okay? I mean, even though it's uncensored, you're not a big curser anyway, uh, even around the office, like when we're not on the radio. But just uh, try not to humiliate me, okay? Dude, I, I don't think I would do that. I, I would, don't think I so. Mean, Rui, I, I don't think Rui so. Rui is the one you got to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Well, Ruye is not the only one that I'm worried about. But yeah, I don't think I, I don't think you're going to do that uh, either. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, be safe. Uh, say hello to the kids and the fam. Uh, and I'll see you tonight at Bethesda Theater. How did you just hit a button? What just happened? Did I didn't you hit just anybody. Hit a button on your phone? Nope. Was that me? Yeah. Was that Essig? Ah, uh, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, see you, pal. I appreciate it. J.P. Finley, of course. Uh, make sure you check him out uh, in all the different places. Beltwave Football Pod with Mitch Tischler on the uh, Monumental Sports Network, NBC4, and, of course, 106.7 The Fan with B. Mitch, Monday through Friday, 10 to 2. Let's do a trending alert, and then back to your phone calls right here, right now on the Team 980. All right, we get set for Super Bowl 58. Teams arriving on Sunday and into Monday at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. We'll have lots of guests from there, uh, including, again, Thomas Dimitrov going to join us, the former Atlanta Falcons GM who uh, hired and worked side-by-side with Dan Quinn. That'll be on Monday and plenty of guests uh, throughout the week as we get you ready for the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in a rematch of Super Bowl 54 from just a couple of years ago. Meanwhile, the uh, Los Angeles Kings in Honky have fired their head coach, Todd McClellan, after struggling. He's the sixth 
NHL head coach already to get fired this year. Worked out pretty good for the Edmonton Oilers, who ripped off a long streak. But the Oilers, the Wild, the Blues, the Islanders, uh, who, of course, went from Lane Lambert, former Capitals assistant, to Patrick Waugh, they've already made uh, changes, and now the Kings joining that group. And that's what's trending right here on the Team Not Any in the Odyssey app. Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Um, I'm starting to get excited for the game. I mean, a lot of people are not that excited because it's a rematch of Super Bowl 54 from a couple of years ago, but that was a great game. I mean, Kansas City made an unbelievable comeback. You know, Kyle and the 49ers were up by 10 with like nine minutes and change left to go. You know, there was that crazy catch and play all the way down the field, the Mahomes scramble, uh, you know, to Tyreek Hill. And, and uh, I mean, just, you know, and then Andy and the Chiefs winning, you know, their first Super Bowl and, you know, all that stuff, right? I'm excited. I'm leaning, leaning Kansas City. I hope they're healthier with the two-week break in between. Uh, Looks like Kadarius Toney is going to be available for them. That was a messy situation. Him sandblasting them on on Instagram Live or whatever it was, you know, being scratched because of an injury. He hadn't played the week before. He's had all the drops, so on and so forth. But it looks like he's going to be back. Remember, he had a huge impact for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. The big punt return and then the touchdown on the little zigzag motion uh, from inside the five-yard line. Um, God, Kansas City's defense is good, man. Good. Uh, you know. Like, Baltimore was stupid, but they largely put a blanket on the Ravens. Largely put a blanket. Um, So, hopefully, it will be a great game. Again, leaning towards the Kansas City Chiefs, especially what I saw to the San Francisco run defense. We had talked about the San Francisco run defense not being the strength of their team and being a little bit of a worry spot going into both playoff games against the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions, guess what? For all you Ben Johnson honks out there, honk. Ah, Ben! (laughs) I can't even do it anymore without laughing. (laughs) I mean, we're we're making up names. Boy wonder, Ben, Ben, give me your ass cheeks. Ben Johnson was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to leave Detroit. I don't want to leave the blankie. I don't want to be a coach. Unless you pay me $22 million a year. And give me full control so I could be fired in three years. Come here, Ben. Put your ass cheeks right in front of my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... Where was I going with this? Oh, the 49er run defense. Like, everybody, everybody, a a lot of people, 
a lot of loud people thought, oh, it was just because of creativity and how they drew it up. Watch the San Francisco run defense if you get a chance on tape against Jamison Williams on that first touchdown run, fourth play of the game, and against Jameer Gibbs. Now, those are two lightning-fast guys, but they probably miss about 13 tackles combined on the those two plays. I'm telling you, if San Fran... Now, Isaiah Pacheco is not as fast and as lightning quick as either one of those guys, but you know, you know Andy Reid is like, hmm, okay. Okay, not only am I going to try and run at Chase Young, and there's some rumors that Chase Young might not even start, might not play a big role, what have you, we'll see. I, I just... I just wonder if Isaiah Pacheco, even though he's way different than those guys, Jameer Gibbs and, and, and Jamison Williams, if they find a way between Pacheco, downhill, breaking tackles, running over people, forcing missed tackles, breaking tackles, and then whoever they choose, and maybe it's Kadarius Toney, maybe it's, you know, somebody else, maybe it's Rasheed Rice, I don't know, as a ball carrier, flipper, whatever... Maybe it's, you know, one of the, I, to me, I wonder if that's the difference in the Super Bowl. Because you'd have to think San Francisco would have a little bit better of a plan for Travis Kelsey than Baltimore did. And I'm not here to tell you that Baltimore didn't have a plan, but whatever their plan was, it wasn't good enough. Wasn't anywhere close enough. 301 let us get to... Mark in Springfield. Mark, sorry about the long wait. How are you, pal? I'm good, man. Always a pleasure to yep. talk to the hardest working man in sports talk radio. My guy. I appreciate hey, you as the always. Way, my inside source says chicken dinner's on the menu tonight, so I would watch out. Ooh. Okay. All right. Bark, bark. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> my guy. Hey, are you I'm coming? Uh, no, unfortunately, I have a conflict. I would love to go, but my wife's having some surgery in a couple oh, days and okay. get ready to head out of town. All right. Well, all the best to her. All the best to her, and I hope uh, everything goes well. Uh, let us know how uh, uh, everything goes. I'll do that. It's knee replacement, so Ooh. I heard the real trick is in the recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, uh, you know, had uh, I think both of them, uh, if memory serves me correct, and uh, it, w- it wasn't a great recovery process, so. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, she got a good surgeon, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Hey, Fed, but thank you for the well wishes. Chip Kelly was not on the top of my list. He wasn't even didn't even make the bottom of my list. <laughs> um, I agree with everything that's been said. I think he's abrasive. I don't think he can play 20 minutes of offense and depend on defense for 40 minutes to win a game, particularly in the you know in the NFL. I also think, if you recall, for about the first four or five weeks, his offense was pretty effective because nobody had, knew how to scheme against uh, a team that, uh, you know, didn't huddle up and ran basically no huddle offenses the whole time. But by about the middle of the season, as I recall, his players were gassed. The last half of the season was sort of a disaster, at least the second year. His first year, you know, he did reasonably okay. And uh, when he left, apparently he was the most hated man in the Eagles, uh, mm-hmm. in the Eagles organization. So, and I think he can be abrasive, obnoxious, and uh, really doesn't want to change anything. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, not, it's not only that, and and maybe he's chilled out. Maybe he's you know mature. I, I don't know. Maybe he's not as arrogant. I don't know. I don't know Chip uh, at all. Um, 
And I don't know that many people, quite honestly, that have been around him. I mean, um, you know, uh, it, 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 it's it's just a situation where I know he's a smart football coach. I know he's a creative offensive mind. But, you know, for different reasons, it was why I was kind of so opposed to Ben Johnson, right? I mean, Ben Johnson, as we've come to find out, again, uh, wanted his cake and eat it, eating it too, or wasn't you know happy to you know do what others wanted him to do, and was awkward and was nervous and was this and was that and just you know whatever. But everybody that wanted Ben Johnson could not look past the creativity of the scheme and the play calling and the success. Right? They didn't look at the other right. big picture stuff, and that's the problem that I have with Chip Kelly. I know Chip Kelly can call an offense. I know Chip Kelly can put up yardage. I know Chip Kelly can put up offense. I know he's largely the creator of the RPO and his quarterbacks run and they run and so on and so forth. I know all of that. And I respect all of that. I tip my cap to that. But what's the other side of the pillow say? The other side of the pillow could be some of the stuff you talked about. Some of the stuff I've talked about in terms of time of possession, not valuing possessions, putting more onus on the defense. I think in one of the years in Philadelphia, I have to double check this. I think in one of the years, maybe it was his last, I can't remember. The offense averaged like 25 minutes time of possession and the defense was asked to be on the field for 35 minutes. That's insane. That's insane. That's an average. Yeah, that's an average. Exactly. And I mean, you wear them out. And not only only do you wear your, uh, your offense out, you wear your defense out too. I mean, the offensive guys are, are, are bushed, and the defense has to go out, and they're bushed too. So you basically, even though you run one side into the ground, the other side ends up going with it too. Yep. And you're right. I do like Kubiak in San Francisco. I'm a big Shanahan tree kind of guy. And if we couldn't get a, a wonder kind to come in and be coached, let's get a little wonder kind analytics, you know, good coach Shanahan guy to come in and, and be the OC. And if he leaves, uh, we'll just find another one. I mean, sounds good to me. Mark, all the best. I wish uh, you and your wife the uh, best, and, and, and we'll we'll keep you in our thoughts. Okay, pal? Thank you, Rooster. Appreciate you. I go, wish you the best tonight, too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Let's get to Mark and Laurel, who's been on hold for a while as well. Mark, always good to hear from you. How are you, pal? It's always a pleasure to talk to you, sir. I appreciate that. It's just, Same to you. It's just ironic how they keep spinning the narrative on Ben Johnson. You know, it was his job to have. I mean, it was his job, and he looked at the situation and said, this team is so bad, he consulted with his group, and they said, you can't win here. I mean, you're talking about a team that has no – I mean, you, it doesn't matter who the coach is. You can bring in Jimmy Johnson, Nick Saban, Belichick. This, the roster is so bad. The guy, um, Rivera, set the franchise back so far. I mean, you drafted uh, a receiver – that didn't do anything, a 15-pick, 11-pick, you had to bench the guy. I mean, you got no quarterback. And the most two important positions on the team is the quarterback and the pass rush. Mm-hmm. And you can, and you draft a guy second, you know, you're going to lose the first couple years while he gets his lumps, maybe two, three years while he takes his lumps. So, again, you're not going to – you're not projected to win with a rookie draft the quarterback number two. You have to develop the guy. And then after – well, that, I mean, I mean Mark, Mark, that's not always true. I mean, it is the case in some cases, but, I mean, obviously C.J. Stroud and D'Amico yeah, Ryan's, you know. It's always exception to the rules, yeah, you know. It's exception right. to the rules. Sure. But, most, but the majority timeline is about majority. The regular timeline is three, four years, and then after that, it may even be a bust. So your best player on your team 
is rated by Pro Football Focus 37, which is McLuhan. So you got no weapons on offense, no weapons at all on offense. The, the defense, I mean, you have nobody on defense. You got no pass rushes. You're not cornering a lot. I mean, it's it's nothing here. I mean, it's just like a, a waistline. I mean, it's you have no opportunity to win. It, you have to have players to coach to win. But this situation, Rivera set this organization back. I mean, the hole is too deep. There's no way possible this guy's going to come in, like I said, whoever the coach is, and win. I mean, there's no way. That's, the hole is just too deep. For him to do anything. Um, you know, listen, I, I, I disagree with to do anything. Are they going to win 10 games in the first year? Probably not, right? That would take a lot to go right. But, I, I, I mean, is it reasonable? You know, is it reasonable to think that they can win seven games? Sure. Let me, let me ask you Eight a games, let maybe? Me let, me ask, let me ask you a quick question. This team, wouldn't you agree with me? This team could have lost every game this year. This team, team very easily could have oh, been no doubt. 18. Would Absolutely. You, no doubt. Thank you. And you think they're going to win seven games next year? You know what? It may. You know reason why they may? Because they're going to have the easiest schedule in football. Uh, well, that's part of it, but they're also going to have a real GM. But you got to have players. It's, I, it's, I, under, I understand, home. but the real, GM, the real GM, hopefully with all the draft picks and with all the money they have in, in, in cap space, is going to be able to get them competitive. So that's why I say, you know, listen, I mean, I've got to see how it looks in August. And even when it looks pretty okay in August, we're still not going to know um, because we didn't know last year and we never know, right? And they started off 2-0 and and maybe it was by hook and by crook. But the bottom line is... I'd I'd like to think that they're not stuck on as stupid as Doc likes to say that they're not stuck on stupid forever. That they could go from you know four wins to seven wins in year one. We'll see. Mark, I appreciate the phone call. I like the passion and the energy. Take a quick time out here on a football Friday. Team nine eighty driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Back in a flash to round out hour number two and look ahead to the happiest of all hours on. A- Let's wrap up hour number two and get to our buddy Sanchez in here so you don't have to wait during the top of the hour break. Sanchez! What's shaking, Bacon? What's up? What's up? Hey, uh, well, nothing. nothing, nothing is, is wifey, let me ask you this. Is wifey upset that we stole her uh, her defensive guy or no? Oh, yeah, she was Yeah, she, she was a little livid with me. But she, uh, I, you know what? And as an apology to her, I let her make dinner. So, Oh, uh, well, that was nice of you. So, that was uh, nice yeah, of you. I let her, yeah, I let her make dinner. Yeah, but you know what? I, I see. You are, I, I you are her knight in shining armor, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's a little dented sometimes. But, you know, it's a little, little What, from the bat but, that she know, From I, the bat that she takes to you? Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know it is what it is. Um, but you know, I, I keep on thinking about this Dan Quinn high man. And I said it was like it's a lot of these people like in college that you know used to go out on dates with. It, it's not sexy, but it's solid. You got to get something to get to, get you through. Um, I I like Dan Quinn. I told y'all this before. Wasn't nothing wrong with him. And these people have lost their collective minds. Like we have hired Jim Zorn, or uh, we have hired the second coming of Mike Nolan. Here, the guy has a, a the guy has a resume. He didn't jump back into the next hit coaching guy. He even said he went on three interviews last year and was like, "No, you know what? I, I'm still going to stick here and be the defensive coordinator." And 
he's able to see his mistakes. Let the guy give him the benefit of that because that's something we haven't. I know Kevin said that this organization hasn't had an opportunity to have the benefit of the doubt. Give it to him. It's like Adam Peters. The guy's going to make his mistakes. This right. might not be the mistake. This might be the guy in the moment that we need. Y'all need to sit there, shut up, have a Coke, and smile. Because it, this is why people don't want to come here. It's why Emmanuel Forbes was dead in the water before he even played a yep. damn here. How about Quan? How about Quan Martin? How many people were killing him as a draft pick from the minute they drafted him all the way through like week eight? And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, Quan Martin actually can play. Huh? Right. Right, I said, I said, y'all, y'all were hating on. I said, I know I scratched my hands, like, but well, that doesn't make sense. But okay, let's go, let's go with it and see what happens. But they kill these people on social media before we went to, and you're like, I want this, I want the pick at the litter. Let's be honest, y'all wanted a flake as the head coach of the Washington Commanders and Ben Johnson. I don't care what you say, <laughs> the man flaked out. He was inept. He couldn't get. He didn't have the social skills. Or the, this media, y'all, y'all would. And I love you, Rusty. You know that y'all would ate them alive because you know what? This ain't Detroit. They're too busy looking at broke down Forge and seeing if the Detroit went Red Wings are coming oh, back. Why did you hear that? Because <laughs> there you go. And Ron didn't make it here. You know why? Because they care about North Carolina, Duke basketball, NC State basketball. They care about NASCAR down there. So he thought he could control the narrative. Not with Dan Quinn. He was down there in Hotlanta. He saw what Dallas's media is like. Yeah. He's going to be able to deal with y'all. He, he's going to have a good time with all of us. So, you know what? I think he's a guy. And, Chris, the man wore a shirt that said B-A-M-F. And you know what that is, right? Oh. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it, Sanchez. Yeah, we're going to have to break out the new dump button. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, love you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, be good. Uh, tell the wifey we're sorry for stealing her coach. Sorry about your damn luck. 259, Team 980. More of your calls coming up. Full hour still to go. Happy hour on the way, baby. It's a Friday, February the 2nd, two years ago. The Commanders were born. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.